Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. Father, we thank you for this morning. We live to anyone I accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you because you are Lord. Thank you because you reign on high. Thank you because you reign in our lives. Oh, thank you because the devil has been put to shame. Amen. I accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, speak to us today. Amen. Hear our cry. Amen. Answer our prayer. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We we'll pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you ask your neighbor, are you tired? Yeah, I say, why are you in a hurry to sit down? And the reason I, I said we should ask ourselves that question, I want us to pray this morning, brother. The Lord showed me a few things this morning. And we need to pray about them. Go, someone here is established for promotion. Amen. And the Lord will lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. But brethren, we need to pray. You know, there's a, there's a saying that says, when God has shown you your enemies, what happened? He cannot kill you again. I mean, my interpretation is not uh, very strong. But when God has shown you something that is working against you, then it means you know the way out. Is that not so? Someone else will say a few prayer points this morning before we sit down. And the first prayer point you are going to say is, Father, Father, just give him time. Say, Father, I thank you because you don't keep us in the dark. Very important. Some people are walking in darkness. Until they enter into the pit, they don't realize. Say, Lord, I thank you. You don't keep us in the dark. You have not kept us in the dark. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, Lord, I thank you because you, have, you don't leave us in the dark. You have not kept us in the dark. My prima caposita lenda itragabo. Yeriba soka lenda itragabo. Oh, yes, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Yerema katole gekerima ushkate. Iprosotole anda itragabo. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. You know what? I, I saw a young person which. A, a rope. The other rope is made of cloth and it's tied around the neck of that individual. So we're going to pray. Now, there were other people involved, but in their own case, they were, it's like they were holding the rope. And they were following this young person that, that had this rope on, on the neck. They are going to be saying, everything that binds. <laughs> Some of you are not ready to pray. Everything that binds. I set you on fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Everything that binds, whatever binds, I set you on fire in the name of Jesus. Everything that binds, I set you on fire. I set you on fire today. Everything that binds, I set you on fire in the name of Jesus. Everything that binds, I set you on fire in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 
In Jesus' name we are praying. You say, fire of God. Consume everything on me. That will not glorify the name of the living God. Fire of God. Consume everything on me. That will not glorify the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Everything on me. That will not glorify the name of the living God. Fire of God consume. Marekebo shatra. Iprasi kamanda itragabo. Reike telegema ushkate. Malmo sotoria. Malmo sotoria. Fire of God consume. Everything on me, in me. That will not glorify the name of the living God. Consume, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. You say, power of demotion. Break in my life. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Power of demotion. Break in my life. I am not your portion. You are not my portion. Abba, power of demotion. I say, break in my life. In the name of Jesus, power of demotion, break in my life. In the name of Jesus, power of demotion, break in my life. Rekabo satola indragabo, mayekeli masotolenda indragabo, rekeke posotolike leginda idagama ushate. Power of demotion, break in my life. In the name of Jesus, eh marebo sakali indragaba ushate. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You know, the, 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 it's not the psalmist now. Solomon said, he said, I've seen an evil under the sun. He said, princes are walking. They are trekking. Meanwhile, servants are doing what? They are riding on horses. I don't, how do, can somebody give me a prayer point from that? Princes are walking. Servants are now riding on horses. Okay. My, my, my place, my rightful place will not be taken from me. Yes, that is one. Another one? My destiny will not be truncated. Ah, my destiny will not be exchanged. I love the prayer points I'm hearing. Ma? And eat like an ah. You know that one applies to many of us here. I refuse to do what? Walk like an elephant. And let's start from there. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I will not walk like an elephant and eat like an ant. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Maria Cabo Setole in the Itragabo. Malma Shata. Ireke Tole Ikadeba Ushkata. Eprosoto, Eprosoto. Malerebo Sakakuria Mashata. I will not walk like an elephant and eat like an ant in the name of Jesus. I will not walk like an elephant and eat like, a, like an ant in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. You say, in this land, I will prosper in the name of Jesus. Ah, open your mouth and pray. I will prosper. I will flourish in the name of Jesus. In this land, I will prosper. I will flourish in the name of Jesus. 
Iremo sekele inragaba ushake Malma shata Iprosoto ne andaria Ah, legerege ma ushkata Iprosoto ne andaria Thank you Father In Jesus name we are praying What I saw is a person who is riding in a car and before long, the person is walking. The person is walking. Say, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree, I will not fall from grace. Open your mouth and pray. I will not fall from grace. I will not fall from grace. In the name of Jesus, I will not fall from grace. Marabasi kalema handa itragabo. Rekema sutonia alinda itrigima ushake. I will not fall from grace. I will not fall from grace. I will not fall from grace. Maroske post kalinda itragabo. Ye kalema ushkatale andaria. I will not fall from grace. In the name of Jesus. Ekeleba sotonia andragabo. I will not fall from grace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You know, they say all that glitters is not gold. You are going to pray. They say, Father, Father my eyes will not lead me astray. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. My eyes will not lead me astray, O Lord. My eyes will not lead me astray. In the name of Jesus. My eyes will not lead me astray, Father. My eyes will not lead me astray. In the name of Jesus. My eyes will not lead me astray. In the name of Jesus. My eyes will not lead me astray, Father. In the name of Jesus. My eyes will not lead me astray. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You know what, what uh, Job said? He said, I have made a covenant with what? With my eyes. In his own case, he said, I will not look over is it? a maiden. That was the covenant that he made. We are going to say, Father, Father remember, me today remember me today for divine restoration. For divine restoration. In the name of Jesus. Hey, open your heart and pray. Remember me today, Lord. Remember me today, Lord. Ah, for divine restoration. For divine restoration. In the name of Jesus. Remember me today, O Lord. Remember me today, O Lord. For divine restoration. For divine restoration. Remember me today, Lord. For divine restoration. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Say, Father, everything the enemy has stolen from me. Restore to me. Restore right now. Restore today. Whatever has been stolen from me, in the name of Jesus, restore, restore, restore. Yes, Lord, restore everything. The enemy has stolen from me, in the name of Jesus. Restore, Lord, everything. The enemy has stolen from me, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Two more prayer points. He said, Father, give me overflowing blessings. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Give me overflowing blessings, O Lord. Give me overflowing blessings. Bless the work of my hand, Father. 
Bless the work of my hand, Father. Give me overflowing blessings. Bless the work of my hand, Lord. Give me overflowing blessings. Bless the work of my hand, Lord. Give me overflowing blessings. In the name of Jesus. Bless the work of my hands, Lord. Give me overflowing blessings. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Finally, we are going to pray for one of our sisters. Uh, I don't know if she's still in the hospital now or maybe she's at home, but she's battling with cancer. And I know if anybody can give us victory over cancer, it's who? He's the only one that can do it. And I always want to remind us that the Bible says he's what? The consuming fire. So, he's the fire that, that, that supersedes fire. What radiation cannot do, Jesus can do. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus, every cancerous cell in that body, let your fire consume. Open your mouth and pray. Let your fire consume, O oh Lord. Let your fire consume, O oh Lord. Let your fire consume, O Lord. Eprosimanda idagama ushkate. Eprosotole anda itragabo. Every cancerous cell in that body. Let your fire consume. Let your fire consume. Let your fire consume. Let your fire consume. Every cancerous cell in that body. Let your fire consume. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Now begin to cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Begin to cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Ah, Masekatelia Andragaba Ushkate. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I cover everyone in this church today with the blood of Jesus. Everyone following this service online, I cover you with the blood of Jesus. Everyone that steps upon this ground, you are covered with the blood of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we are praying. Father, we thank you. Because it is done. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for putting the devil to shame. Thank you for exposing his wife. Thank you for giving us victory. Be glorified in Jesus' name. We will testify of your goodness. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seat. Let's have our seat. Let's have our seat. We are welcome to his presence in Jesus' name. And uh, in a few minutes, I'm going to share with us, uh, still talking about the Holy Spirit and new beginnings. But today, we want to continue our discussion of the Holy Spirit. You know, we started, <clears throat> when we started, we looked at how the Holy Spirit came. And then we went on to the, to the fact that the Bible says the Holy Spirit came and he gave them utterance. And for about three weeks, we are talking about utterance. And then, before we start looking at the types of utterance that the Holy Spirit gave, we ask ourselves the question, who is this Holy Spirit? Because many times when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we are all thinking about uh, uh, an intangible thing. And then we started looking at the Bible. I would say the Holy Spirit is a person. That's why the Holy Spirit is a person. That's why we talk of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He has attributes that a person has. He does everything that a person does. We looked at a passage that says, the Holy Spirit gives, gives severally as he wills. He has a will. He has a will. He's the one that calls into ministry. He's one that gives assignment. He's one that will decide that, okay, this is what I want you to do. 
Oh, if he has called you to be a chorister and you say, no, I want to be an usher, you may end up doing a job that has no reward. If he has called you to be an usher and say, no, I want to teach Sunday school, you may end up wasting your time in church. I remember the story of a man of God, I mean, many of us, or let me say, some of us might know that man, they call him, or might have heard about him, he's long dead. He's called William Branham. Branham. William Branham. He, he, he was a man that was highly anointed of God. He's a man that when you stand before him with an illness, God so much using that he will look at the person and he will start telling you, this is where the sickness is. And as he's praying for you, I see how it is moving. I see how it is moving and it is gone. He wasn't highly educated. And so God gave him an angel that worked with him and he could see the angel. And we are told that the type of miracles God used that man to do, up till now, it has not been repeated. But he wasn't a teacher. He wasn't what? And one day he woke up and said, I want to teach. But why are you not satisfied with what God has given you? He said, I want to do what? And teach, he began to teach. And when he began to teach, he began to teach heresy. Because that was not the ministry God gave to him. That's where I'm going. He began to teach outside the scope of what God gave to him. People that were teaching were envying him, saying, ah, the way God uses this man, I wish God can use me that way. But God gave them the anointing to teach, to dissect the world, the way he could not. But bring anybody that's sick, he will look at the person, and that angel God assigned to him begins to reveal things to him. Tell somebody, stay in your lane. It's very important. Where the Holy Spirit calls you, where he puts you, is where you should stay. That is the work that will be rewarded. The work that will be rewarded. Some of us are called to pray. We are called to do what? And you might see the work of God is progressing. Ah, and you say, that pastor is prayerful. But it may have nothing to do with pastor. Do you realize that? It may just be because of a sister who in her own corner is doing what? Is praying for the work. She has a covenant with God. She's keeping to that covenant. And God is answering the prayers. And I saying the pastor is prayerful. But the pastor is not prayerful. But maybe the pastor is just full of himself. And says, you know what? Oh, glory, hallelujah. God is doing. No, you know, say, say God. God is in glorious thing. It's just grammar. <laughs> the person that God is using to do the work may even have no recognition within that congregation. But somebody knows who is responsible. And who is that? God. God. That's why the Bible says there is a God that sees where? In secret. And then he rewards how? Openly. And he's seeing what somebody here is doing in secret. And there's a reward that is coming. Ah, that amen is low. Amen. All right, so it, uh, maybe I'm in trouble. Though. Does that mean what we are doing in secret, God must not see it? Is that what you are saying? <laughs> he sees it. He sees what you are doing in secret. And there's a reward that is coming. He sees your secret prayers, your agonizing, your concern for the things of God. Or maybe what he sees concerning you today is the desire to change. Tell somebody the desire to say, tell him repent. Uh, because you didn't say amen to what I just said. Tell your neighbor very clearly, say repent. repent. 
If you have not been praying, start praying. If you have not been fasting, doing what? Start doing what? Start fasting. That's a reward. The reward is going to be open. Even though the assignment is done where? In secret. That's the Holy Spirit. He impresses upon your mind what you need to do. And this morning, for a few minutes, we want to look at the Holy Spirit. That the Father, the Holy Spirit teaches. He does what? He teaches. John chapter 14, verse 26. He says, But the comforter, John 14, 26. John 14, 26. The comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. He will teach you what? What's the meaning of all things? It means what the Holy Spirit will teach you has got no exception. Is somebody with me? Do you know the Holy Spirit can teach you how to fly an airplane? True or false? Do you know he can teach you how to cook? He can. What else? Whatever you can think of. That doesn't mean you don't go to school. It doesn't mean you don't study. It doesn't mean you don't. There will come a point in time that you need help. That all you have to do is what? Say what? Holy Spirit, help me. And you, you, you see that you have an understanding that you knew that there is no way I could have done this without the help of God. So he said, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now the key thing we need to bear in mind is that number one, the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance the words of Christ. He brings to remembrance what? The words of Christ. The words of Christ. We were, I mean, uh, admission ourselves and workers yesterday and we said it's very important that we know where are you going to get the words of Christ that will remind you? Where, 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 where? From the word of God, from the Bible. He brings to your remembrance what has been spoken in the Bible. And the second thing is that the Bible says the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. Now let's look at John, that same John chapter 16. John 16 verses 12 to 14. John 16 verses 12 to 14. He said, I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Tell somebody capacity. capacity. See, he said, I have many things to teach you. I have many things to release unto you. But you don't have the capacity to receive them yet. I think I've shared with us here a testimony by the general overseer. Said there was a day they had the, uh, what you call the Holy Ghost service at the camp. And God moved mightily. Great and mighty things were done. Then he got home. He couldn't sleep. He couldn't sit. His body, he said, was like, I mean, was like a vegetable. See, they cried to God and said, Lord, uh, you just did glorious thing now. How come I'm feeling this way? I said, and the Lord told him, it's because your body was not prepared for the great things I just did through you. So he needed to build capacity. How? He needed to go on a series of fasting to prepare the body for that spiritual activity that was being done through him. That's what the capacity. It's very important. It's very important. He said, I have things to say, but he said, well, you cannot bear them now. You don't have the capacity now. When you build yourself up to the point that you have the capacity, then 
I will release that secret unto you. Is that not what is happening for many of us even in our secular life? Is that not so? You want them to make you the MD now. If they make you the managing director now, well, well, you are going to become what? The damaging director. Because you will destroy everything. Why? Because you don't have what? The capacity. You need to build up that capacity. You need to be prepared. Let God prepare you. And the Spirit of God is talking, is telling us many things. Oh, why don't you do this? Ah, I said that would take too long. I prefer this one, this shortcut. Brethren, there's no shortcut to heaven. I hope you realize that. There's no shortcut to heaven. I've shared this story with us before. When I came to Canada, I was an ICANN member from Nigeria. ICANN is the Institute of Chartered Accountant of Nigeria. So I had my CA. And I came, we were about maybe 10, I think we met somewhere. And we were all talking. All of us were chartered accountants from Nigeria. Okay, that's why we were doing this Oracle Financial Course. And so we now began to apply for it. It used to be CGA. Now they call it CPA Ontario. They match CA and CGA. Then it used to be CGA that we were doing. And we realized it would take about three years to complete the exam. And many of my colleagues said, ah, with all the suffering I did for ICANN, I'll come and do another one here. They refused. And many of them up to today, they are, not, they are not chattered. I came to Canada in the year 2000. That's how many years ago? 22 years ago. Immediately, I began the exam. Within two and a half years, I completed it. But many of them up to today, yeah. and because they don't have that certification, there are some things they want to do, they cannot do. Capacity. Tell somebody build capacity. So it applies spiritually, and it applies how? Physically, in every area of life. The Holy Spirit is there for us. So he said, you cannot bear the noise. He said, how be it? When the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it unto you. How will the spirit guide into all truth? There are two things the Bible says the spirit of God will do. Number one, he said he will declare unto you the things to come. He will declare to you what? The things to come. The thing, these days, people go around looking for prophets. True or false? People go, they just want somebody to look at them and begin to prophesy. Either I mean, it's lying or it's telling the truth, just prophesy. And many other times, the guy will tell them lies and will disappear. And they are happy. But the Bible says, he will declare unto you the things that are to come. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelation chapter 19 verse 10. Revelation 19 10. The last part of it, it says, the testimony of Jesus is what? The spirit of prophecy. He can reveal to you the future. He can show you where you are going. But you have got to be subject to him. You've got to listen to him. You've got to be desired to be directed by him. He will declare unto you the things that are to come. I've shared the story with us here before. I went to one of our churches in, in Toronto. I went to preach. Actually, I didn't go to preach. I went there to lead, uh, to lead a three-day prayer retreat. And on the second day of the... It's on a Friday. When we, we finished the program on Saturday... 
a lady came to me and she asked me, are you a prophet? Am I a prophet? I'm a pastor, I'm not a prophet. So I said, no, I'm not a prophet. And what did she say? She said, you cannot help me. That was the end of the conversation. Yeah, that was it. She went, she left. If I had told her, yes, I'm a prophet, or maybe a better say, I'm an apostle. And I see fire burning on your head. Your mother-in-law is after your life. She, mm, I think, I, 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 I feel the anointing. The Spirit of God is talking through you. <laughs> the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit is there for all of us. To guide us, to teach us, to instruct us, to direct us. There are things you don't need to know about yourself. Because if you do not have that, know those things, you will destroy what God wants to do. There are battles that God is fighting for you. Do you realize that? Yes. Battles is fighting for you that if you knew what God was doing, you would run away. He doesn't re reveal them to you, but he fights the battle. All you need to do is be on his side. Tell somebody to be on his side. Give him the reverence that he desires. He will declare to you the things to come. That's number one. Number two, he says, he shall glorify me. When he says me, who is that referring to? No. Jesus. It's Jesus that is talking here. He said, he will glorify me. For he shall take of mine and declare it unto you. So the Holy Spirit will make you to know Jesus. He will take instructions from Jesus. And pass it on to you. It's very important. We all know the story of the day of Pentecost. That's why we started. Acts chapter 2. If you go and read the message that Peter preached on that day. He didn't talk about the Holy Spirit. Even though it was the Holy Spirit that came down. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Jesus. That's what he means when he says, when he comes, he will glorify me. He will glorify me. He will glorify me. What else does the Holy Spirit do as a teacher? He reveals the, to us the deep things of God. He reveals to us what? Now, these deep things are hidden from the natural man. Not only are they hidden from the natural man, they are foolishness. To the natural man. So the Holy Spirit does what? In his teaching ministry. Reveals to us the deep things of God. Which are hidden from. And are foolishness to the natural man. And that's why you. I mean. He, he, you know some things that. To people to ordinary eyes. They are foolishness. Is that not so? You take some sense and they say. Are you alright? And you, your right senses, but you are taking those cells because what the Holy Spirit is telling you this is what you need to do. This is the direction you should take. He reveals it in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 13. We don't have much time. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 13. We see where the Bible is telling us of the wonderful things that God has prepared for those that love Him. And now goes on to say. It's only the spirit of man that can reveal the things of man. In like manner, the spirit of God reveals the deep things of God. He will reveal those deep things to you in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, he will reveal them to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The first thing I want to mention about that as we round up, it's a very short message I want to give us today, is that the Holy Spirit interprets his own revelation. He does what? So he gives you a revelation and he does what? Because many are times when the revelation comes, you don't understand it. Many are times you have a dream and the dream does not make sense. Just go to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, don't be afraid to talk to him. Of course, the Bible says, Thou art holy. Is that not so? Is a Holy Spirit. Present to him a holy body, and he will not only endure that body, he will speak to you. For him to give you a revelation, he wants you to do something about it. And you don't know what? Tell him, talk to his Holy Spirit. I don't understand this dream. Can you please explain it to me? Be, and you continue to pray and think about it. It may be when you get to church. And the pastor will just make it and say, wow, that is it. That's what I saw today. That's the dream I had. And the interpretation is what? It's open. One thing about the Holy Spirit is you can't put him in a bottle. You can't say, oh, the way you spoke to Sister Lara is the way you have to speak to me. No. You can't say the way you spoke to Brad Johnson is the way you have to do what? Speak to me. No. He knows you. That's what he knows you. He knows what you understand, what you don't understand. He knows what you can accommodate, what you can't accommodate. You read John 3.16, you think you understand it. You don't. Go and study. The, let me ask, what does John 3.16 say? <clears throat> Whosoever believes in him, but have everlasting life. It's a very simple verse. And we use it when we are preaching, when we go for evangelism. Is that not so? Have you had a message preached on that passage on a, in a wedding ceremony? That's the best place to preach it. Have you had that passage expounded for marriage counseling? So, you think you know it. But unless the Holy Spirit expounds it to you, you don't know it. You just think you do. That's one of the simplest verses, uh, 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 I mean, in fact, I think it's the most popular verse in the Bible. Is that not so? It is. But yet, the depth of that passage, we don't know. Except who? The Holy Spirit. Reveals the word. So, you might be going through a situation. Remember about two weeks ago, I said, there is a rema word for every situation. Do you still remember that? You might be going through a, a situation that you are wondering, God, I don't understand what is happening. And it just drops into your mind. John 3.16. Don't just say, John 3, 6, I know it doesn't mean anything. Ah, That's the foundation for failure. You will not fail in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your Bible. Open it. Look at it. And ask the Holy Spirit, what's the message? And you'll be surprised at the way he breaks it down, which you have never thought of before. Because the Bible was not written by you, was it? Well, if it was written by you, we will stop reading it. The Holy Spirit was there when it was written. And you can expound it to you such that that problem you are grappling with, you realize that John 3.16 is the solution. Remember the story that the general of Asia shared with us? 
He was doing his PhD in applied mathematics. Okay, something, arrow, arrow, whatever. Anybody remember? So, an area of mathematics. And then he said he had lots of equations he had written, and they all just don't make sense. So, at night, having labored on the thing, he closed all his workbooks, and he put his Bible. And then he opened the book of Joshua. And he saw where the Bible says, God parted the river Jordan before uh, Joshua. And he said, the Lord spoke to him clearly and said, that is the solution to your mathematics. Uh-uh. How can this one be the solution to mathematics? So then the Lord told him, go and take your book. He was just going to do his devotion so I can go and sleep. He was tired of cracking his head. Say, take your, take your note. And he took the note. Say, begin to look at the equation. And he was saying, these ones have something in common. Put this one to the right, put this one to the left. By the time he finished, he had divided all the equations into two. And he saw the commonality in each of them. Within a short while, his PhD thesis was ready. Because the Lord gave him the solution in the Bible. He said, many of those of us that are familiar with PhD, when you finish your thesis, you have to defend it. Is that not so? Before a panel of experts. He said when his thesis was sent to the expert that will review it, the man sent a message back and said, give him his PhD. He said, no, we don't do it that way. You can't do that. And the man said, who is the expert? Am I the expert or is it you? I said, do what? That's how he got his PhD without having to defend it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit came in, analyzed his equations, and he wrote a PhD thesis that nobody could defeat. Brethren, he's still there. He's still active. He's still a teacher. He's still a teacher. He still gives revelations that I mean, we think we understand. That is the problem. Many a times we do what? We think we understand. We think we know. But in real fact, we don't do what? We don't know. It's spiritual. It's physical. In every area of life, God is trying to lead you to the next step. You are so holding on. To, you, know, you know, the best student in life is the student that learns from the mistake of others. True or false? But many of us are foolish students. Why? Why? We want to learn from our own mistakes. And then when we, after we have waited two or three years, we now justify it. But if only you will listen. Tell somebody, please listen. If only you will listen to the Holy Spirit talking to you. He's telling you what to do. He's telling you how to do it. He's telling you how to go about it. It will save you many wasted years. It will save you the agony of men and women whose lives depend on you. Do you know that every one of us have people that, whose lives depend on us? True or false? Every one of us. There's nobody God created that is useless. Everyone here has a destiny. And if you have a destiny, your destiny will impact the life of somebody. But unless you listen to the Holy Spirit, you may not get to the point of even fulfilling that destiny 
talk less of impacting the life of any other person positively. And yet, not only do you have a destiny, destinies depend on you. The Holy Spirit interprets the revelation that he has given unto you. So what do you do? You need to be attentive. You need to go to him. Remember what I told I, I, I said it was a few days ago. I mean, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago or maybe even months. You need to learn to interact with the Holy Spirit. Tell me what you learn. Yeah. To interact yeah. with the Holy Spirit. You need to learn to ask him questions and see how he answers you. Brethren, you need to learn. The key, the key word is learn. The Spirit of God is not a magician. Brethren, most of the time, God does not speak audibly. Most of the time, no, that's not how he lives. He drops a word in your heart. He gives you a direction. When you refuse to obey, that's the end of that project. Until you are ready to obey. Unfortunately, when you are ready to obey, he might have moved on. You will not be abandoned in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit will teach you in Jesus' name. This month, we say it's a month of divine remembrance. Do you know God has remembered you? Do you know God has remembered you? I say God has remembered you. When he gives you instruction, will you obey? Because the Holy Spirit is a teacher. And he is still teaching. But you need your obedience. That the things he is teaching you might come to fruition. The way they are designed to be. Let's bow down our heads, brethren. Let's bow down our heads. I don't know. I'm sure that as, as the word is going forth today, God is talking to you. He said, I told you to do this. I told you to do this. What was your response? Maybe what you need to do is to say, I'm sorry. You know that the song we sing that says, I have made you too small in my eye. Maybe that's why you need to start. And say, Lord, I'm sorry. Let's start afresh. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to obey you. No matter how difficult or impossible it seems, talk to him. Talk to him. He's your father. The Holy Spirit is your friend. He's available to you. He's not going to meet you at my level. No, he will meet you at your own level. His desire for you is joy. He said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Not just ordinary life, abundant life, not even just abundant life, more abundant life. If you are here, you've not given your life to Christ, that's the starting point. For you to know, to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit, you need to have your life given to Christ. You are here, you are not born again, just tell him, say, Lord, I surrender all. I surrender all to you. Take control of me. I want the Holy Spirit to be my friend, to teach me, to guide me, to lead me. You are watching online, you are not born again, just say with me, say, Lord Jesus, <laughs> I yield my life to you. I am tired of spoiling things for you. Take control. Guide me and lead me. Reveal yourself to me. Holy Spirit, be my friend from this day onwards. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. 
Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.